the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would move by your power, that you move by your anointing. Sweet Holy Spirit, come into this place. Oh God, I thank you, God. Even though it's raining outside, but God, that you are pouring in this place, oh God. Oh God, have me behind the cross, give me access to the military. An ability to minister in the third heaven, I may rightly divide the word of truth. I take authority of the atmosphere and I cast it down. Every unclean spirit, every foul demonic spirit, anything that's going to hinder the word, I call forth the anointing and the power of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Last week we talked about pulled out. Today God is giving me Matthew the 13th chapter. I may make reference to Matthew the 10th chapter in 34. Verses 34, Matthew 10 and 34. But the main message is coming from the Matthew, the 13th chapter. If I was going to pick a topic today, it would be separation. Time to walk alone and not be lonely. A lot of times people don't want to walk alone because they're worried about who's not going to be around them. They're worried about who's going to do this and that. And a lot of times people do not want to walk alone because they're afraid of different things that is going on in their life. And some things on the inside of them that um, comes to a place that they do not want to resolve being alone because being alone will cause you to think about you and what you are and where you come from and all the things that is eradicating or being um, exemplified and why you're making bad choices, bad decisions because walking along will give you time by yourself. As long as you got a lot of noise around you, it's hard for you to think about you. And a lot of times we focus on other people because we don't want to see what is radiating from us. All of the negative energy, all the negative thoughts, all the negative things that I don't want to deal with within my subconscious, in my mind. I looked at the definition of separation. The act of state of being moved apart. And a lot of times, separation is going to cause us to spend time not only with ourselves, but it's going to cause us to spend time with God about where we really sit at in this hour in Jesus Christ. That's why if you notice that telephones, Instagram, all of these other things, TikTok, keeps your mind active on other things and not make yourself priority. Separation, another definition. The act or process of separating, the state of being separated. A point, line, or means of division. An intervening space, gap, the separation between real spokes. And I thought that was interesting talking about the gaps between the wheel spoke. But you haven't noticed we're so busy running around on that wheel, that cycle of sin over and over again. But you never recognize that God is giving you a break between all of these things that's happening in your life. But because you failed to separate yourself or failed to realize the time and the season that God is allowing you to separate yourself from, you just keep going over and over on that cycle of sin and you never come out. You never come truly out. You come to the door, but you never walk through the door of change because you don't want to separate yourself. You don't want to change. You don't want to examine yourself. You always want to feel that you're perfect and you got it going on. But yet there's a whole lot of 
the act or state of moving. But a lot of times we don't want to do that. We don't want to get into a place that we want God to really deal with us. Because it's in the moments of silence that God deals with us. Because he speaks on the still small voice on the inside. Let's go to Matthew the 13th chapter. Let's go here. Let's go to, this is God talking to the great multitude, the parable of the soul. soul. On the same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the seashore, and a great multitude were gathered together. That means God is talking to everybody. He ain't talking to just a few. It wasn't just the disciples, but a great multitude. And God is speaking to the great multitude of the household of faith about this hour that we're living in. Verse 4. And he is saying some valuable things to the people. Then he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow. It says, And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. I'm going to tell you something. Everybody is not going to make it in this hour. I don't care what you think or whatever you're believing in your mind because if you really pay attention to what's going on, huh, you got to understand something. There is a separation from their spiritual realm and the things of God. They're still coming to the church, but their spirit has separated because they're so entangled and yoked and, and have attached themselves to the things of God of the world and trying to relate it to the things of God. Huh? You better stop listening to what everybody else is saying in this hour. There's a great detachment coming. People are still coming to church. Still people on Zoom. Everybody's doing paying their tithes and offerings. But yet they don't realize that the great deception and delusion is that their hearts are being separated from the things of God. There's a separation going on. And God is trying to warn the great multitude. There's only going to be a few people that really make it in because he says, wide is the gate, narrow is the pathway, and few find it. And everybody is not going to find it because they got so many things they have not detached themselves from. Huh? You got to be in a place that you got to start really fasting and praying and seeking the will of God. God is saying the same thing over and over again. Why? Because the people's hearts are becoming wax cold. Huh? The ears are becoming numb and dull to the true word of God. Huh? If it's not that God is not going to bless me, I'm not getting more food stamps or my godman is not going to pay for my child going to school and I can just sit at home and just live like a king, but yet you're not searching and seeking after the things of God. God is going to allow the government to cut this money off. And there's going to be a cry because they're already poor in spirit. This cry is going to be because of desperation and they don't know what to do. Even now the doctors are killing themselves in the hospital. I told you the psychiatrists are, are so busy now. But the people don't want to allow the true and living God to get a hold of them. Israel wanted a king like everybody else. You wanted somebody 
over your soul. And the person that you allowed for years to be Lord over your soul, God now, they have gone to false doctrine and there's no connection between the true and living God. You know they voice, but you don't know the voice of God. And God is allowing all of these things. Giants have been to fall in high places in the body of Christ. And the people are going to be scattered because God is trying to bring the remnant back in this hour. But the remnant, they all over the place. They worried, they scared, they stressed out. But nobody's getting to the place that they're fasting and praying and reading the word. So some of it's gonna fall by the wayside. Those that are listening, you better realize what type of seed that you're holding or what type of seed is implanted, embedded inside of you. And the birds came and devoured them. Oh my God. Because it was laying out there on the ground. The birds came and devoured the seed. The birds of the air. What is the birds of the air? It's the delusion of the land. It's going to come and devour the people. Because they were wayside seed. Matthew 13 and 5. Some fell on stony ground where they did not have much earth. And, the, and says, and they immediately, it says, sprung up because they had no depth of the earth. That earth is the what God Jesus Christ came down to do. He poured out his majesty and glory and came down into the earth realm that they will have a knowledge and understanding that you don't have to die in your sins. But yet they got a zeal or a feel of the things of God. But yet it sprung up too, far, too fast and they didn't have no depth. They got a little understanding of the word. And they went to running and they were not prepared. But when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they did not have root, they withered away. And some fell among the thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. Let's talk about the thorns. Those are the false sheep and, and the false prophets that were in the church. If they didn't come into a place, they are always getting church hurt. They're always looking at what somebody else in the church is doing. And they allow that sprout, that, that thorn to come up. When they sprouted up with life, they allowed their eyes to get taken off of Jesus Christ. And they started looking at church folks. They started looking at the world. They started looking at all of these things. And the word of God got out of them because they look and put their eyes on the people or the man and woman of God they started looking and seeing what was going on behind the scenes in somebody's life you better be careful when you try to peek behind somebody else's door what the revelation and understanding or the things that you may see you're not prepared for it you got to understand something God only shows these things to the people that's walking in high places because they know how to pray but when you go peeping in your own strength you're going to have a place and understanding that you don't have the power and the knowledge and the depth in God to take it. And they allowed what they see 
that choked the word of God out of them and then they went into a place of disbelief. They didn't look to the cross. They were looking to the people in the church. And they got choked to death. Some of them were so hurt. You ever been to a place that your child or that baby is crying so much that he's choking off his own saliva? Because they were just so tore up. Huh? They were just so wounded to the place huh? that they just laid out there huh? and cried and whined huh? because they thought huh? they had the real thing. And they finding out that man is never the real thing. Huh? It's just a counterfeit because we made in his likeness and his image. Huh? But you got to understand something in this hour huh? when you first believe you should have been looking huh? not at man. You should have been looking to Jesus Christ huh? so that the things of the world or what is happening in the church it has always been a spirit of confusion. Huh? There's always been paganism. Huh? There's always been sex scandals and lies in the church. Huh? And you need to understand these things. Huh? But that thing is not God. That's man. Because man is imperfect. Let's go on down. Verse 18. Matthew 13 and 8. It says, but others fell on good ground and yielded a crop. Some a, it says a hundredfold, some 60 and some 30. He who has ears, let him hear. And that's the thing about it is people got a lot of things in their ears. There's a lot of hearing. But see, you're not trying to disconnect yourself from some things. And I want to read you something else about separation and divorce. Because God is trying to bring about a separation. He's trying to bring about a divorce with some things. It says, what is the difference between separation and divorce? You got to understand something. And I really want you to hear what God is saying. It says right here, the main difference between separation and divorce is that divorce ends the marriage or the relationship. You need to understand, in this hour, is God trying to bring about a divorce and some things in your life, some friends, some things that you even yoked and married yourself with. You got to understand something. The spirit of lust will cause you to lust after things in this earth. You need to understand something. You're looking at it in a different way, but I want you to look at it in what God is saying today, you got to come into a place that you understand that God is trying to divorce you from some things in the earth that you have joined yourself with. Some of us love our family so much. Some of us love our car so much. Some of us love our daughter so much. Some of us love our son so much. Some of us love the pastor so much. Some of us love the mommy and daddy so much. Oh, but you better not let these things, this lust, this disconnection from all of these things that God is trying to do in the land but you're trying to stay connected to her. but God is trying to bring about a detachment he's trying to bring about a gap or a separation in your life he's trying to hearken the voice of the Lord he's trying to wake you up out of these things that you have allowed in the earth realm to connect you to the wrong thing that the seed that was planted that is the word of God But we don't want these things to happen. We don't want no disconnection. 
We don't want to be divided from some things. Separation lets couples of friends keep their marriage or friendship status while acknowledging that they are no longer living together. Let's talk about this. God is trying to let you know that tell that person in this hour we can't go no further. That means that I acknowledge you as being my friend, but what the things that we used to do, the places we used to go to, we can't go no more because God is bringing about a separation because he sees what's going down the road. You don't know you could be in the car with the wrong person and get killed. You better walk according to the spirit of God. God always brings about a separation or warn you a separation before destruction comes. But some of us are so caught up in our pride, our image, that we put the things and what God is speaking on the back burner. What is God trying to bring about a separation in your relationship? What are the things that God is trying to bring you a divorce from? Some people that you cannot take on this hour, you got to understand something. Your heart is not big to, to do all of these things that you can do. The Bible says as we get closer to the end time, you're just going to have a little strength to save yourself. Why are you still trying to go to the same person over and over again to bring the word of God? God said go find some new people and witness to. There's other people in the earth that don't have the salvation, have not heard the good news of Jesus Christ. You need to go out and tell somebody what God has done. The only time you're going to go there to the people that you're going to be vegetating the same message over and over again and they have become white see. Good for nothing. But a lot of times because we feel that our heart and God first led us there don't mean that God told you to stay there. you got to understand something. Sometimes you can preach the same message to the people, that same person, or the people the same so much that they become numb to the word of God. And therefore you so busy trying to continue to dig, 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 deep down in their lives. And God says, what are you doing? You're only digging down in barren ground that I have not called to be fertilized in this season. Separation. A farewell. A divorcement. Disunion. God is trying to pull you away so you can get cried with him. But you ain't trying to do that. Let's go on down. And I'm going to go to Matthew, the 13th chapter. The 24th parable of the wheat and the tare. And a lot of times we don't understand what God is doing. How long can you bring the gospel to the same person in your household? But we're so busy trying to do it our way. Or we trying to operate in the old move of God that's not producing good crop. Matthew 13 and, 30 and 24. Another parable he put forth to them saying, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed 
still. The kingdom of God is at hand. That means God has placed things in the earth realm and that seal did all that he could to produce good crop. What is the good crop? Is what the nine gifts of the Holy Ghost power? He tells you about spiritual warfare. He tells you about casting out demons. He tells you about fasting and praying. This fasting that he chose is not for you to God to move fast in your situation. The fast is for God to deal with you and the things and the issues in your life that's causing your faith to be at a certain level. You got to understand something to fasting and praying and still in a way with God. It's for God to empower you, for God to bring forth revelation of what's going on in your head, what's going on in your spirit, what's going on in your body that you can eradicate that thing. And he's giving you power to overcome death, hell, and the grave. But yet, you fasting and praying because you want God to move on the house. You want God to move on the car. You want God to move on this and this and that. And God said, we've been fasting wrong. We've been seeking him wrong. We put the emphasis on everybody else about our salvation. But our salvation is not on Jesus Christ and him crucified. It's not on the good news of Jesus Christ. The good news of Jesus Christ, huh? that God sent his only begotten son huh? to die on the cross for your sins, huh? that you may have a right, huh? that you will not go to hell, huh? that you give you books and laws huh? to go by, huh? and that you can stay in his will, huh? that you don't get yourself entangled with the yokes of bondage, huh? that you can be ye set free by the power of the living God, huh? that God can bring healing, huh? God can bring restoration in your life, huh? but you want to hold on to what somebody did in the church, what somebody did in your house, huh? what somebody did in your church. You're not living in the good news of Jesus Christ because he done brought you through all things. And the Bible says have faith in God. It's anything too hard for God but you don't want to see that thing because you have attached yourself to this negative energy and therefore you don't want to let it go of those things that's going to cause your faith to, to stumble and fall. Cause you to be in a place that you're going to miss the move of God. Causing you to be in a place that you don't understand that when the God is speaking, huh, your heart is somewhere else. Huh? You have yoked yourself up with so much negative energy, you don't even know the voice of God. And that's one of the main things that's going to get the people in this hour because they have detached themselves from the word of God. And therefore, the word of God and the faith of the people is dwindling down. They're not hearing God. That hearing is dull. He who has an ear, let him hear. Hear what? The true gospel of Jesus Christ. We made the gospel about everything else. If it ain't God blessing us with a new house, a new car, it ain't the good news. Jesus don't love you. But Jesus never died for you for things in the earth realm. He gave us things in the earth realm to bless us. But the Bible says, you got the first seek ye the kingdom of God. And all of these things shall be added to you. And it's sad that this church, this prosperity movement, this false doctrine and prophecy, and walking around trying to find a prophet to tell you what God is saying. And you know your own self. What is the hindrance in your life? But you want somebody to put butter on something that's old stale bread. Huh? You need to understand what God is saying. Huh? We allowed everything else to get in the way of the true gospel of God. He said he's going to light the pathway of the believer. But the, the believer don't even know which pathway to go. 
Because there's so many lights inside of them. What are the lights? I believe this. I believe that. Oh, yeah, I got to get on Facebook and get this every day. But you don't understand huh, something. The enemy has gotten to everything. And if you don't know the voice of God, you're going to be in a wayside seat. You're going to fall away because you don't understand and don't understand and recognize the voice of God. You don't even know the scriptures without the power of the Holy Ghost. I've never seen so many people, born again believers, they don't have the Holy Ghost. Or you've been taught how to speak in tongues. But when the power bursts forth in you, nobody ain't got to coach you or nothing. And you understanding why you're not going in Christ. Why you're not hearing the voice of God. Because somebody taught you how to say that, 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 that. And it wasn't the power of God. Sometimes God just purging you and filling you until you can do the speaking in the Holy Ghost. That is the evidence for the believer that the spirit of God is there. There's a process, but don't you get stuck in the process. You need the God to speak through you. You need to hear his voice. And one of the things about it is the Holy Ghost is going to bring all things to your remembrance. It's going to guide and lead you to truth. What is that truth? Whatever God is saying about you, whatever God is saying about your house, whatever God is saying about what is he going to do in this hour, why are you walking around scared? Why are you walking around that God ain't got no power? He's our power. Oh. But the separation. We want to fight the very thing that God is doing. And this ain't the hour to be fighting what God is doing. You better about to get into a place that you can receive. It's hard for the flesh to receive. The flesh always wants to do what it wants to do. And the best will do anything to keep the focus off of them. You need the power of the Holy Ghost to come in and show you and shine the light abroad in your heart that you can see the darkness that is there. God don't want nobody to go to hell. Hell was made for the devil and his Oh, but why is the church? It's so many people going to hell if they don't change their ways, if they don't repent and turn to the true and living God. God is going to protect the righteous man, but a wicked man is going to face judgment. Matthew 13, 25. But while man slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. Who sowed something dark in you? And I'm going to tell you something. You want to think that your enemy is somebody far off. But you got to understand something. Judas walked with God. Your enemy is somebody that's close up. Somebody that you done told all your business to. Who is your enemy? Who is sowing wheat in your tail? How do they know what you had planted? If you didn't bring forth, tell them in a revelation of all that God had in your heart. What did the men in the Bible, the king showed the people of foreign land, everything in his house. And God said, because you did this. They're going to come and take everything away from you. This is the hour to keep your mouth shut. This is the hour to keep your secret things to yourself and take it to the altar. I brought my problems and my burdens to the Lord and I left them there at the altar. You need to stop thinking you need somebody to help you get a prayer through. But if you're praying and fasting and building the will of God, God will bring forth the revelation. God will bring forth the blessing. God will bring forth the healing. If you would just allow him to do what he needs. Oh, but I need somebody always there with me to pray. I need somebody always to, I need a prayer partner. 
And this hour, your prayer partner is not going to be able to help you because he or she is going to be going through so much. There's a great strong force in the land and so many people are going to be going through so much in the house of God. I ain't talking about the world, but I'm talking about in the house of God because there's no prayer going on. There's no fasting. There's nobody gathered around the table and ushered in the spirit of God. You got to ask God in your car. You got to ask God on your job. You got to ask God in your home to come. You got to beckon and ask him, plead your case to the altar that the spirit of the Lord do not lead you in this hour. Turn from your wicked ways and seek his face. But the enemy in this hour is within. It's close upon you. Jesus kept his eyes on the Judases. Your enemy has studied you, but you have not studied your enemies. You're looking at, oh, that's just the way they are. But the way they are is killing you. It's destroying you. It's keeping you attached to something that's negative. It's keeping you and attaching you from praying and seeking the will of God. Because every time they wound you, every time they come up against you, it causes a blow in your life. It causes you to second guess and go into a spiral state. And that's what you're going to find out in this hour. There's going to be so many people are just going to spiral out of control. And they were used to be in control. But because they have not come up higher in the Lord, they're going to just be spiraling out of control. They don't to be doing rats and going crazy doing all kind of things tearing up stuff even their stuff other people's stuff they're going to be blasting people on the news on the facebook because they in a rant and a rage and they are out of control that demon is in the land and it's causing people to do harmful things to themselves and they're going to cause them to do harmful things to the people and if you are not covered by the blood that knife is going to be in your back that spirit is going to be through your heart. Because you was not expecting it. We're in the hour that you got to have eyes. You better have discernment. You better have the will of God always there and always in your heart and your mind that the will of God will be manifested in your life that day. Give me this daily bread. You got to understand something. The children in the Israel, when they were out there in the wilderness, they were craving other things. Why? Because of the mixed multitude. But God was feeding a mammon. And while God was feeding a mammon, that mammon and gave them everything for the nourishment of their body. Oh, but meat ain't gonna do that. Then you got the desire what God wants to feed you now so that you will not become like the wayside seed. So you will not let the storm or the sun or the people burn you up. You need to understand something. You don't need to be quenched by the fire of this world. Because the scientists are telling you they have put so many harmful things in the atmosphere that the sun is going to be so hot. It's not going to be no shield of radiation on you. They're even telling you now that the sun is not producing all of the good vitamin D like it used to. And used to think if I could just get in the sun, huh? you got to understand something. If the atmosphere is becoming don't more demonic and dark, huh? how do you think huh, that the rays of light huh, is going to shine like it should be? Huh? You got to understand something. We're coming into the hour of the Son of God coming on the earth. Huh? And you need to understand something. God is going to have to be your healer. Huh? You looking for this and that to heal you. You looking for this and that to make you whole. Huh? But nothing is going to make you whole. You need Jesus Christ. He's the one that's the 
and only one that can make you whole, can heal your mind, heal your body, heal your leg, heal your joints, heal your hands. You're going to have to learn how to depend on Jesus Christ, just like you do the medicine, just like you do the doctor. He is the physician. And it takes faith. And nobody can give you faith. Your prayer partner can't give you faith. The, the pastor can't give you faith. Your mama, your daddy can't give you faith. Faith only comes by spending time with God and having a prayer life. Oh, but you're so busy. You're lazy. You want to go to bed. You don't want to stay up all night long. But when you know all things that God had kept you from, not just this day that he gave you, but all your life, there's been something around you keeping you, and you can't sacrifice one hour. you just like the disciples when Jesus is up there tall and going through all of this stuff, and he got mad with them. He said you couldn't stay up one hour, and God is saying you can't even stay up one hour. I'm on the mountaintop keeping Satan at bay. He's attacking me, but I'm trying to keep the earth safe. But you are not doing what I called you to do. You're so busy in your own world. You want to blame me. You want to curse me for what you think that I've caused. But you never look at the dirty hands that you caused to make these situations in your life manifest. Separation. Time to walk alone and not be lonely. We don't want to see that. Let me finish reading you this. Matthew 13, 27. But when the grain had sprouted up, produced a crop, then the tares also appeared. So the servants of the, of, it says, servants of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? Then how does it have tares? And he said to them, An enemy has done this. The servant said to him, Do not, it says, Do not, it says, do you want us then to go and gather them up? And see, you're trying to separate and gather what you think is bad tear. But God said your vision is wrong. It's the least person that you think is your enemy. Right before Jesus Christ went on the cross, Judas is the one that betrayed him and the disciples. And they all were close to him. I bring your revelation of Jesus Christ. Before he faced his greatest hour, he had his greatest betrayal. And God said, nah, he never got rid of, of Judas. Judas got rid of himself. Because of the power of God, because of his father, he was following his will of his father, the one that sent him. If you're doing the will of your father, you ain't got to worry about no knife in your back. You ain't got to worry about no spear in your heart because the enemy is not going to be able to touch you because of the power of Christ. And you walking in his will. You're not in his permissive will. You're not hoping for his will. You're not thinking on his will. You're not letting some prophet tell you what his will is because if his will is going to bring forth truth and bring forth revelation it's going to bring forth a protection it's going to bring forth life because you in the will of God and your enemy will not be able to hurt you you ain't got to worry about the separation you ain't got to worry about the divorce God will put everything in your life in the proper perspective in the proper place the friends, the family, the children everything in your life because you're in his will you need to be able to seek the will of God and understanding the truth of God that you're not lying 
back behind that you will only be able to see the will of God. Matthew, the 13th chapter. Verse 29. But he said, no, let, no, while you gather up the tares, you also uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And since at the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, first gather together the tares and buy them in bundles to burn them. But gather all the wheat into my barn. And this is what you're going to understand. And I'm going to read you Luke. Third chapter, verse 17. Luke 3 and 17. His willing, it says, fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn that the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. God is going to take care of everything. You just preach the gospel and do what God is telling you to do concerning you. And everything else is going to fall in line. Separation. Time to walk alone and not be lonely. I pray that something's been said and done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.